All right, good. Uh, take your Bibles and, um, well, uh, where's Hannah? Hannah, jump on the keys for me, would you? Um, you can do whatever you want with your Bibles. And then just lift your hands. <laughs> no, that's a good thing. It's okay. Come on, just, I, I'm not, I, I'm sensing the Lord is sending me somewhere else. So uh, I've, got a, I've got a little something, but I'm feeling the wind shift. So, Lord, we, we desire your presence, your power. Holy Spirit. Come on, just thank him. Ask you, God, let the activity of your spirit increase here, right now. Lord, we, we lift our sails, spiritually speaking. We're asking, Holy Spirit, that you would breathe, that you would stir, that you would come right now. God, we give you praise. Holy Spirit, come. you come and move. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. Thank you, Lord. Oh, without you, Lord, we're nothing. In your presence, there's everything we need. By the anointing, your anointing, your empowerment gives us everything we need. God, you make a way. Let your power come. Let your anointing flow. Holy Spirit, we won't stop you. We won't hinder you, Lord. We need you. We need you. We need you, Lord. We need you. 
here tonight. We long, we yearn, we're hungry, we long for you. We long for you. We long for you. We long for you. an increase in God's power and presence available for you. It's true. There is a place where the burden and the yoke breaks. There's a place where freedom is found. There's a place of joy unspeakable and full of glory. There's a place in God. There's a place for you. For your family, it's true. There is a place. There is a place of freedom and joy divine. There is a place, wisdom, and revelation. There is a place for you. Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27 says, in that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you've grown so fat. Fatness is a picture of the anointing. It says in the King James Version, it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from thy shoulder and off, and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Come on, lift your hands all across this place. I'm just going to talk and minister along the lines of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It's your anointing, there's freedom. In your anointing, there's liberty. In your anointing, yokes are destroyed and burdens are lifted. We've not come, Lord, to fulfill some religious obligation. We've come, Lord, to minister to you, minister to each other, and receive from heaven, to hear from heaven. We need your help in our families. We need your help, Lord, in our state, in our nation. We need you. Holy Spirit, come. Come on, lift your voice and just call out. Come on, call him. Call upon me. 
Jeremiah 33, 3, and I will answer thee, and I will show you great mighty things that thou knowest not. Oh, we call upon you. Come on. Every man, every woman, every child, lift your voice. Call on his name. presence of the Lord and the presence of the Lord destroys the presence of evil there's nothing like the presence of the Lord you know maybe you've never been in a service like this in all of our services God's presence comes His power comes in differing ways there's different anointings there's different empowerments it's kind of like, well, there's, there's, there's anointings for healing. You'll see it in Scripture. The presence of God comes in certain ways to do what He wants to do. The anointing is the enablement of God, the manifest presence of God. 
And what you need in your job, what you need at work, what you need in your family, what you need in your marriage, what you need to raise teenagers, what you need to raise kids, what you need to fulfill what God's called you to do is the anointing. It's the manifest presence of God upon you to fulfill a task. Every one of us has, has a divine assignment. Every one of us does. You cannot do the divine assignment without God. A vision from the Lord requires His help and the help of others. And you know, just because God moved a certain way in the last season of your life doesn't mean He's going to move that way in this season. Listen, you can have whatever level of God you want to have. You can settle and just be a religious person. Oh, you might make it to heaven. I mean, if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I mean, that's the, that's the genuine ticket to ride. But, but if you were just supposed to go to heaven, as you've heard me say before, then you would drop dead the second you prayed that sinner's prayer with all your heart, it would be over. So we're, I, I've prayed that prayer. I'm still here. That must mean he has something else for me to do. But I'm looking at some of you. I know, I know most of you, many of you, I know that you've prayed. You're saved. I mean, you love God. Well, why are you still here? Because God has something for you to do. John 10 and 10 says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and life to the full. I've settled it in my heart. I'd invite you to settle it tonight that God is good and the devil's a bad devil. And he comes to do nothing but steal, kill, and destroy. He's the father of lies, and when he's lying, he's speaking his native language. And God has given you his spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. He's given you his empowerment to do what he's called you to do. He's, he's given us his anointing. You know, the anointing is like, there's good conductors and bad conductors of electricity. Am I right, Dale? You're an electrician? I don't really understand too much about electric. I've been shocked plenty. I don't particularly like that. Copper is a good conductor. Amen. Keep playing, sweetheart. Copper's a good conductor. Aluminum, is aluminum a good conductor? It's decent. How about wood? Wood is a bad conductor. How about rubber? Rubber would be a... You know, I've found, you know, you're like copper in the spirit. You're a good conductor. Rubber is a bad conductor. Some of you want to walk in a new level, walk in new power, walk in new authority, but you're like wood. <laughs> Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good, Pastor Ben. You can't be like wood. You're not going to go to another level of freedom and joy. You're not going to go to a place where the yoke is destroyed if you're like wood, if you're like rubber. Well, what does that mean? That means you're not spending time with them. You're not in the Word. It's not an earning. You don't earn it, but... But the, the, the anointing, the power of God is released out of relationship. Listen, my wife gets a certain look when we haven't spent time together and, and I've listened, which is usually the problem with most men. I'm learning, I'm growing. 
You don't multitask when your wife is talking. All the ladies said, amen. If I want a, vib a, a, a vibrant, healthy marriage, I have to be a good conductor for my wife. Does that make sense? You can't be wood, fellas. Can't be a dud. You gotta, you gotta interact. You've, you've gotta talk. We had this morning. We had people. Well, we were excited about Wally and Lauren. They had 50 years of of wedding marital bliss. They didn't use those words, but amazing. Serving God, married for 50 years. They celebrated their anniversary. When you took a little bit of a survey in that service, and there were. There was how many different couples? I mean, was there five or six different couples that were married like 48, 49, 50, 56, 54 years? All in one service. And you combine all of that. I mean, that's amazing in this day and age when there's people that are confused about what marriage is all about. You can have an anointing in your marriage. Let me just tell you, you need an anointing to have a healthy marriage. Come on, you're supposed to be like Christ to your wife. How many of you know that takes an unction to function? same is true with the Lord you want to grow in intimacy with him you want to grow you want to grow in the anointing grow in the God empowerment you want the manifest presence of the Lord to grow in your life you're gonna to have to spend time with him it's not an it he's not an it it's here I don't know who they're talking about cousin it would that, how would that be if somebody said that to you well he, it's here excuse me <laughs> I have a name my name's Craig. Yeah, he has a name. The Holy Spirit is not an it. It's not a dub. There is an increase in the manifest presence of God upon us. I believe I know why that is. I think it's because we started reaching souls more again. Oh, I mean, that's the only thing that's really changed. We've always reached souls, but there's an emphasis on it. And, and we've prayed in prayer. and It's like the ebb and flow of God's presence and power and revival up flows goes back and forth we're, we're on a rise there's a multiplication there's an increase in God's presence and power on the youth on the children on every ministry this morning my goodness wow I, I I talked to people walking out of the church this morning as I usually do and I had one person say tears choking back tears they said what is this place and God's presence God's power where did you guys come from Listen, I, I think we're only at about the ankle, ankle deep level. There's more in God. There's way more. Start thinking you arrived. You've crossed over into pride and you can wait for the, the lifting of the anointing to come off. No, you got to stay hungry. When you're hungry, you're not wood. When you're hungry and you're desperate, it makes you like unto copper for electricity. When you position yourself through prayer and through fasting and through reading the Word and genuinely hungry for God, it releases God's power in your life in a level that maybe you're not walking in right now. If you seek for, search after Jesus, you listening? Because there's lots of people that seek for an angelic encounter. Don't ever do that. Don't, don't, don't go after, you know, the, the, the vision, the dream. Go after Jesus. 
and you might have angelic encounters. Go after Jesus. You'll have dreams and visions. Go after him, to know him, to know him intimately, to, to know what he thinks, what he feels. You know him by reading his word. You can always tell when somebody's been in the Word or not by the way they pray, the way they live, the way they talk. I've, I've, I've had occasion over the years of talking to people that have had some great encounter, but the encounter doesn't line up with Scripture. Listen, I love the power of the Holy Spirit. I love the gifts of the Spirit. I love God. Does anybody else love God? Just love Him. I want Him to come and manifest Himself. But I'm also mindful that there's deception. And if you hunger and yearn for just, just some power encounter, you might end up with a power encounter that's not of God. Why do you hunger and yearn for Jesus? Be more like Him. Any encounter that you have in God that doesn't change you to become more like Him, you, then you have to wonder about that encounter. You know, the, 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 the tower, the dream, the vision, all of that works in the context as a soil of relationship with people to make you more like God, to bring His kingdom in the earth. Not so that you can share some wow entertainment factor thing at a life group or a small group at a coffee shop so somebody can go, wow, he must know God. The anointing made the difference for David. He thought differently when Goliath showed up. The anointing makes a difference. It's like a cork. Corks always rise to the top of water. The anointing, you'll, you'll always rise. You'll always overcome. You'll always, you'll just keep rising. God wants to bless you. He wants to anoint you afresh. He wants to help you. It's the anointing that made David different. It's the anointing that makes, that, that makes perhaps this church different than what you've been in. Well, like I said, I, I think we're at the ankle level, but but I'm, I've been places where it's just, I love the body of Christ, but God help my, my, my brethren. We talk about things like they arrive. There's no transparency. There's no, no humility. It's, it's, you know, somebody raises their hand and an usher asks them if they have a question. I mean, it's so, di so dry. There's no life in that dead, pharisaical, pulled up by the roots religion will never break a yoke. Can't even crack the egg. Come on, just for a moment. I'm not going to hold you long. Just very simple. Get the hunger and thirst for Him. We long for you. can be used. You can be anointed. We long. That's what's made the difference in our youth ministry. I said it to you, Minister David, but so that everybody's listening. It wasn't that you weren't anointed before, but something happened. You got to keep throwing logs on the fire. You got to keep after it. Youth ministry is, a, is quite a thing. The devil would love to mess it up right about now. It's not going to happen. Why? Because the anointing upon you is going to break every yoke. The anointing upon your wife, break every yoke. 
God's going to do a tremendous thing at our camp, and He's going to raise up help. In fact, God has spoken to some people, and they're coming. There's even those considering moving to come and help. It's not like it was. It's different. My hand's upon you. The hand of the Lord has come upon you in a place where there was a, like a valley of dry bones, and the and the Lord spoke to me and said, can these bones live? And I said, this is a word for you, so listen to the whole thing. And I said, Lord, you know. It's found in Ezekiel. Lord, you know. And he brought me out. And he said, prophesy to the bones. Interesting. The Lord could just snap his fingers and we have revival in the youth. The Lord could just, the Lord could just speak it and we have an outbreaking, an outpouring anywhere. He could just do it. But that's not what happens. He partners with us. He co-labors with us. And he says, son, he says, son of man, prophesy. Prophesy to the bones. What does that mean? It's a partnership between heaven and earth. And if you'll begin to speak, some of you got some dead stuff in your life. And if you'll rise in your God-given, blood-bought right and authority and anointing, begin to speak over the dead stuff, that dead things would, would fade away and that you would see a resurrection. Come on, we can see the church and really... Really, the, 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 the valley of dry bones is a picture of a church. It's a picture of a curse. And it's about Israel and how there were left bones on top of the ground for Israel was the ultimate curse. Something bad happened. A war happened and people were left for dead. And he brings Ezekiel and he says, prophesy to the dry bones. And he begins to prophesy and the bones come together, joint to joint ligaments and then sinew and he prophesies there's these levels of prophecy there's a partnership that God wants to do with you he won't come and do it by himself I mean that's the sovereignty of God thank God when he does but he partners with us if you'll begin to speak life you begin to speak the truth you begin to take authority over every assignment of hell in your life, in your family. If you see the devil, why don't you curse that thing in Jesus' name? You've got authority over it. And begin to declare God's anointing. Begin to declare God's freedom. Begin to declare the enablement, the empowerment, the manifest presence of God in that, in that hospital room over those youth. It's the power of God that'll change. And you have to have character. If you don't have character, what good is that? The, the anointing will kill you. You have to have character to hold it. I'm not, I'm not even remotely done with you. I'm renewing your strength. Reproach is rolled away. You just love revival. You just love God. I see you preaching. I can see you preaching. I see him leading you, guiding you, directing you. He set you up. He set you and your wife up. He set you up. Holy Spirit, you see the burden, Lord, even for the native people of Alaska. You see the burden, Lord, the difficulty, the alcoholism and the addiction, God, in the, in the villages. You see it.
Lord, and you've placed a burden on this couple. They're waiting for you. You're preparing them. You're, you're doing something. There's a soaking that's taking place. Even as Esther soaked for six months before she went to see the king, there's a process that you're in. There's a process that you're in. And I'm, I'm not only healing you, I'm building trust, I'm building confidence. I'm helping you. Not many days hence. Not many days hence and you'll be endued with power from on high. You're in the tarrying right now. But there'll come a time for release back into full-time ministry. Release back into all that God has called you. It's not like you've missed it. You haven't missed it. There's just that you're in this transition time. He's preparing you. He's preparing you. Hallelujah. It's healing in your body. Doing a great work in your kids. Come on, lift your hands all across this place. Just felt the Lord just move things, change things around. You can be used. You too can walk in a burden-lifting, yoke-destroying anointing from God. But it's up to you. Listen, you cannot teach demons. You can't teach them. Demons need to be evicted. Demons need, demons need to be evicted. They, have a, they, they submit to your authority in the name of Jesus, and they need to be evicted. They need to be driven out. People need to be taught. The Word of God needs to be taught under an anointing. You can walk in power. You can be one that lifts off the yoke because of the power of the name of Jesus. We long for you. Long. We long. We long for you, long. Come on, just a moment longer, press in. Mm, thank you, Lord. Give a word to this couple all the way back here, if it's okay. Hi. Can I pray over you? Is that all right? Are you a pastor? You were. Right. I see, I see God's hand all over you from the back. From the second I took up and looked back, I saw God's favor on you. The Lord's going to do some supernatural things. You're highly esteemed. And, and the Lord is going to release wisdom to you. There were some opportunities that, that were stolen from you in past seasons, but the Lord saw it. The Lord saw how you sowed. The Lord saw how you uh, sacrificed and how you laid things down many times un, unthanked. And there was even a situation that pierced your own soul, even like a son that pierced your soul in the spirit. Uh, a situation that took place. The Lord has, has gifted you with a gift of wisdom. You have wisdom, great wisdom, even like an apostolic wisdom, a church father type wisdom. 
and the Lord is going to connect you uprightly so that that wisdom can be released. He's, he's sustaining you. He's touching you. There's been some assignments even over your physical body that those things are broken. And I just see God's hand. I see God's glory all over you. You could have preached this service yourself. I'm not done with you, says the Lord. I'm going to elevate you. And as you've been even waiting for some divine instruction and direction, the Lord says, Pastor, I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you. I've got some fresh assignments for you. And you're going to run with like a Caleb. You're going to run like a Joshua. And I'm going to, that which has been put in you, I'm going to release even to another generation. There's those that are around you that, that need to hear it. And I don't, you know, I don't know if you're just visiting Alaska. I, 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 are you just visiting? You live here? Where are you from, sir? Katy, Texas. 43 years you pastored here. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I'm humbled by that. Oh, we honor this couple. We honor them. We honor them today for their sacrifice and the seeds that they sowed into this great state. Come on, you begin to thank them and bless them. Lord, thank you. For 43 years laying their lives down, preaching the word. 43 years here in this state, God. And you brought them back here. I pray, God, help us to harvest the seeds that have been sown in this state. I thank you, Lord, and I, I agree with everything that took place that was right and good and just. And I call forth the harvest, Lord, from this land. One sows, another reaps. God, help us to continue to sow and to continue to reap. Pastor, God's doing something. We've seen 495 people led to Christ in the past, since Father's Day, one-on-one, -on -one, outside the church. Tell me your name. Curtis Nestegard. Hi, very nice to meet you. Wow, what a blessing. I think I'm going to close soon. Maybe you can close us in prayer when I do. Would that be all right? We'd be honored if you would. Certainly. <laughs> Lift your hands. All across this place, lift your hands. The power of God is here. He's here to heal. He's here to restore. He's here to encourage. Yes! We join our prayers even with the generation that's before. There's a synergy, the Lord says. There's a synergy of anointing, a culmination of power that is being released in this hour if you'll partner with me to do it, says the Lord. I will bring you into a place where you will overcome the plowman, where you will see a tremendous harvest is beyond anything you've even imagined exceedingly abundantly, above and beyond all that you can ask or think. I've been the one who's planned it. I've put things together. I knit them together even before the foundations of the earth, and I'm causing things to come together for you, bone to bone, 
joint to joint, ligament to ligament. We prophesy to the dead bones. Come on, lift your voice. We prophesy to the dead bones, Lord, of our culture and our region and our territory and our state over the church of the living God. And we pray that you would breathe the Ruah of God, the breath of God would fill the church again. Let your power come upon pastors and pulpits. Let your power come upon life group leaders, Lord, and worship leaders and youth pastors and children's pastors. Holy Spirit, come! Holy Spirit, come! Holy Spirit, come! Holy Spirit, come! Come, God! Come, God! Come! Come on, Hannah, lead us in something. Yes! We prophesy to the tribes, come to life, come to life, come to life. We prophesy to the tribes, come to life, come to life. We prophesy to the tribes, come to life, come to life, come to life. We prophesy to the tribes. We prophesy. Prophesy to tribal. We prophesy to the tribals. Come to life, come to life. We prophesy to the tribals. To the tribals. We prophesy to the tribals. Come to life, come to life. We prophesy to the tribals. Come to life. Live in Jesus' name. Bye. 
these dry bones raising tonight feel it rain down from the heavens above god's got a plan so lift your hands up to the son of man and give him praise in the house tonight give his name glory honor because he is the one who will restore every broken place so give him all the glory for what he has done in your life
every head bowed, every eye closed, I never want to close the service without giving an opportunity to give your heart to Jesus for the first time or make a recommitment. And if you're here and you've never given your heart to Jesus, won't you do it today? Won't you give your heart to him tonight? Those of you online, those listening perhaps at a later date, there is a place called hell It's to be shunned and a place called heaven. You gain entrance into heaven by receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. It's relationship. You receive him. You repent of your sin. And you ask him to come in to be your Lord, to ask him to come into your life, to wash you, to cleanse you. There's no other name given among men by which you must be saved. In the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. There's no other way to make it into heaven. You can't earn it. You can surrender your body to the flames. There's no other way. There is no other way except the way that he is the way. He is the truth. You must receive it. If that's you, you want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time. You want to make a recommitment to him because you drifted and you're not as on fire as you used to be. You know who you are. Not as on fire as you used to be, but you want to come home. You want the fire back. How many of you say, that, that's me, Pastor? How many of you, you want the fire back? Is there anyone that wants the fire back? You're not as on fire as you used to be. Come on. There's another level. There's another level of anointing, but you've got to pay the price. You've got to push yourself away from the things of time and tradition, the things that try to steal, the things that make you into wood and rubber. Soften and tenderize your heart with the Word. Pay a price, putting to death your own agenda and welcoming in to do whatever he wants to. And you'll grow in power, you'll grow in anointing, you'll grow in the fire of God. You win a soul winner. You can be a soul winner. God wants us to be soul winners. That's you. You want to give your heart to Jesus first time, make a recommitment because you're not as on fire as you used to be. You just want to be sure. Just pray this prayer right out loud. Say, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place to rise again from the grave for me. Forgive me for all of my sin. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Amen. Pastor, would you come? Would you come and, and just close our time and would you pray a blessing over us and the church? Right where you are, you can stay right where you're at. Oh, no, no, Pastor, I meant everybody else. No, 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 you can, come on, Pastor. Would you put your hands together for Pastor, please? Here, come on up on the, on the platform, please. If you would pray a blessing on our church and and close us and we'd be deeply appreciated. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Father God, we, we love you. Father, how we love you. We just praise you tonight for your presence, for your ministry. God, we, we ask your blessing, Lord, on this congregation as they reach out to be your hand to this, well, to all of Alaska. God, will you anoint by your Holy Spirit these that have been touched afresh tonight that the glory of God would rise, that the Word of God would become so solid they would know how solid the Word of God is, that they can trust it, that they've been born of your Spirit, born of God, indwelled by God. Father, we thank you. Give 
fresh insight, Lord, fresh conviction, fresh, fresh certainty, fresh certainty, Lord, in every life. Let no one be wondering, but everybody convinced and convinced, Lord. You've said the riches of the assurance of the knowledge of Christ in you. Oh God, let there be that riches in this congregation, in this pastor, and all the pastors of this church. Lord, we thank you tonight, and we give you glory. And as we leave this place, let us walk on high, Lord. Let the glory come in every life, every child, every wife, every husband, every father, every mother. Let the glory of God come, and we give you praise. We give you thanks. We just adore you, Lord. We just adore you give you praise and wonder, Lord, the song we sang in the wonder, we, we bow before you in wonder. You're so awesome. You're so far above us, Lord. We just want to praise you tonight and thank you Hallelujah. for this tremendous time in Jesus. We praise you. Amen. 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 God bless you. We'll hope to see you Wednesday night. Pastor Barry Haggerty going to be preaching. We've got prophetic teams and prayer teams that are coming. Stick around if you want prayer. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.